2: Imaginary, but you wish it were real. 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Imaginary. Hi. Imaginary. 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 What is something that is completely imaginary that you wish was real? 651-641-1071. Why are we asking
1: this random imaginary question? Because
2: I saw this story and I thought, this is somebody's dream. Uh, except for the bad part, oh. which is there's this guy who is scuba diving. He's a very experienced scuba diver off the coast of Catalina Island. Okay. Uh, his name is Javier Muñt, and he, he and his father uh, and friend, I don't know if his father and friend are the same person, but Pablo Avila, they were scuba diving last weekend when Pablo lost consciousness. Near the end of the dive, which is apparently, these are experienced scuba divers, but apparently that's a Yeah, this is why I'm risk. not going
1: to learn to scuba dive.
2: It's not on my list. Yeah. And uh, the guys, all the scuba divers that were with Pablo, went into high gear and were able to kind of get him up to a point. Okay. And then they got help from a mythical creature. What? Mermaids came to the rescue. What? I know. Okay. I was like, that's not real.
1: No, it's probably not.
2: It's kind of not, but it sort of is because there are a group of people called the Catalina Island Mermaids and they are, I'm dead serious. They are like, they are trained. uh, I think they're like emergency mermaids. I mean, there's a program. Emergency mermaid. I know there's a program. I was trying to read up about it. But all that they have is a uh, like Instagram page of the Catalina mermaids. Okay. But there, there's an advanced PADI mermaid rescue course that they teach off the coast of Catalina Island. And they happen to be having a training nearby and spotted the distress and were able to. They're like, hey, girls, <laughs> let's go. The mermaids <laughs> saved the guy's life. That's kind of cool. I know. And I thought that's hilarious. But also amazing, also somebody's dream, except for the whole going mean, unconscious thing. Like I'm sure that there's somebody who's like it's like the whole premise of Splash or like the little mermaid. Oh, they're like saved by a mermaid. Yeah, that they're real and that they like save your life.
1: Well, I'm, I'm just saying In this case they're not imaginary because exactly,
2: they actually did. Exactly. Yeah. So then it led me to ask the question: what is completely imaginary that you wish were real? Like I do sort of wish that there were real emergency mermaids that would be amazing this just was sort of a stroke of luck um but what is something imaginary that you wish were real Six five one six four one one zero seven one. jeremy has been patiently waiting jeremy hi jeremy yeah good afternoon good afternoon what is something you know is imaginary but you totally wish it were real star wars i wish i
1: had the jedi force
2: Oh, oh, yeah, I hear that. Yes. Like a nice lightsaber uh, and the ability to move things. Uh, exactly. I it's, love man. that. Life would be so
1: easy then. Yeah, I but know. Then you'd have to have the emperor, and then things would get real dark.
2: <laughs> I, I, do th- I don't I'm want to, like, to put a wet blanket all over your Jedi parade, but I do think it might come with some complications that you're not anticipating. Ewoks,
1: so I'm down with that. I'm down with Ewoks.
2: Uh, Jeremy, best yeah, of luck to I'll you. I'll take it. <laughs> Thanks, Jeremy. <laughs> Thank you. Um, we've got Sierra on the line. Hi, Sierra. Sierra, what's totally imaginary that you wish were real?
0: Hey, guys. Um, completely fictional, but wish it was real. Go away island. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yep.
1: And you could make yes. people go there.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes, and and they don't have to stay forever. Maybe
2: it's just a punishment for a couple of weeks, like a timeout. Yeah.
0: I love it. Well, when you but get three
2: strikes, then you stay there forever. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, j- if we just need a break from you, go away, yeah. Island. Bye. Yep. Sierra, I'm thank you that. for your call. I'm down with that as imaginary long as go away, Island,
1: because I'm sure somebody's going to put me on there on occasion. Uh, look no further than my partner, Jamie. Um, as long as it's got, like, a nice, like, resort area, I'm fine with it.
2: Like a beach with a great, shady... Yeah palm tree island yeah make it a tropical one exactly and maybe you can have your hammock and yeah a stack of books you're good to go uh let's go to linda hi linda linda what is something that is totally imaginary that you wish were real well unicorns are imaginary yes, yes.
0: but they we really think. do need to be real because they're sweet and kind and gentle and i think all unicorns are telepathic And children
2: love them, and it's nothing but joy and beauty. I think they need to be real. I I wish I could make that happen for you, Linda, because your enthusiasm for the unicorn is well. They might
1: exist. You don't know. I mean, have you seen every animal?
0: Well, there is a unicorn that I know, and the name of the unicorn is Sparky the Unicorn. And if you Google it, you'll see Sparky lives in Minnesota. And Sparky goes all over making people happy at photo shoots and at birthday parties and at hospitals and at fundraisers. Aww. But in the end I know that Sparky's modified. And yeah. he's not Yeah, but wouldn't it be awesome that we could have unicorn and of course only certain people could right. be unicorn wranglers right. because because they have job. to be treated correctly. Yeah, yes. of course.
1: Well, and you got to be careful of that horn. Right. You know, you get a so little So let's figure
2: out unicorns, guys. All right, let's, let's do start. it. I'm I'm on Team Unicorn, Linda. Thank you for your infectious uh, enthusiasm yeah, about no, the unicorn. It. Kim is on the line. Hi, hey, Kim. Kim. Kim, what is something that's totally imaginary that you wish were real? Dragons.
1: Ooh, um,
2: why do you want Dragons.
0: I love Game of Thrones mm. and just the majesty of you know the, the scene where Danny first jumped on that dragon in the Colosseum. It, it they're they're just
2: magical and breathtaking. Kim wants dragons. Yeah, Kim,
1: I I want Kim I want, to have what she wants. Yes,
2: I want you I don't to. Want dragons. I want you to have dragons. I don't want dragons,
1: Kim, because I don't want your dragon to sneeze and uh, burn my house down. <laughs>
2: Kim, thank you for your call. But I, flying
1: on one would be cool. I
2: wish many dragons for you. I really feel like any flying animal, I'd be here. Like that like a is, bird? yeah. But like one that you can ride, ride on. Like that's not a thing. Yeah. Right. I don't
1: think so. I don't think there's any birds you can ride.
2: No. That would that be kind of cool
1: like a emu you could probably ride but he or an ostrich you probably wouldn't want to.
2: I feel like that would they'd break. I
1: feel like they do ostrich rides, don't they? I feel like that's Maybe. like somewhere in the south they've done that. Cuz you know, they they don't <laughs> We had donkey. Uh, we had to ride donkeys for uh like a basketball charity thing. Donkey ball, it's a thing.
2: I know that. Why do I know that? It That's used to
1: like... be a thing, and thank God I think we've moved on.
2: From donkey ball. Yeah, uh,
1: the donkeys really don't care.
2: I feel, yeah, I feel bad for the donkeys who are like just trying to live their donkey life, and suddenly yeah. people are trying to get them to and giddy like, up. I'm
1: riding uh, on the back of a donkey in the Sharp <laughs> High School gymnasium. <sighs>
2: Holly, is there anything... Well, oh wait, I didn't ask you yet, Bradley. Is there oh, something um, that's no, imaginary that you I wish for I want a time real?
1: machine. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, that would be nice. Because then I can go back in time. I just want to go see when the dinosaurs were...
2: You better hope that thing doesn't break down once you get there.
1: Well, I know that's an episode of like Doctor Who, but yeah. Um, and then if the doctor were around, you know, I would just stay in the time machine if it broke down and I'd live out a nice, quiet life. And there's a library in there and they got a pool. So I'm good. <laughs> what about you,
2: Holly? Is there anything that you uh, would like that is absolutely imaginary? I would like it if Toontown was real. From Who Framed Roger Rabbit, it'd Ooh, be kind it of kind fun. Of
1: dark, yeah.
2: Go and hang out with some of your favorite animated friends
1: after hours. Toon time. Well, go to the bar. Go to the club. I disco. suppose so.
2: You know that Daffy Duck really likes to dance. Well, wouldn't you want no to pants. see what
1: your favorite animated characters are like when they're not on on set?
2: Well, exactly. When they're off duty, it's like Baby Herman. Baby Herman's all sweet and innocent in front of the camera. And then he
0: talks like this. But then outside, he (laughs) likes to
2: smoke cigars and slap ladies' behinds. See, I sort of feel that way about, like, all my childhood stuffed animals. Like, I wish they really did come alive when nobody was looking. Oh, that's And I bet they were really, really, uh, you know, not as cuddly as you think.
1: Uh, is that what you wish were uh, the imaginary thing you would bring to life? Sure,
2: that would be good. But really, I just want a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow.
1: Oh, I mean, that seems reasonable. I wish that were a thing. Just for you? Or like anybody can have it?
2: Anybody, as long as you find the end of the rainbow. Okay. There's a pot of gold there. Yeah. Anybody can have it. I just like that idea. I'm fine with
1: that. Mm
2: -hmm. Uh, When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show... Apparently, we've been saying Adele's name wrong. Yep. All along. Uh, Get sh- it right. She's going to teach us how to say it right. Uh, or is she? I don't know. <laughs> after this on My Talk 1071. Okay. Um. Did you know that we've been saying Adele's name wrong all along? Uh, this is the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk one Oh seven one Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Hi. Um, We've been saying your name wrong. What, is, what other yeah, options it's are there? True.
1: Apparently we've all been pronouncing Adele's name wrong. Um, what? Yeah. So I read this article and I tried to understand it. And then I read another article and still tried to understand it. And then I found a clip of audio from Adele explaining the correct way to say her name, that we've all been pronouncing incorrectly. Mm. Holly, can we have a listen to Adele on Adele?
2: You yeah. came and asked me how I say my Adele. name, and I was like Adele. How was She mine? was like,
1: I do it? Adele?
2: Adele. Adele?
1: Okay. Um, I'm gonna I know, I know. Sometimes I catch people off guard w- with a fast clip. So can we just listen to that again, Holly, one more time? Thank you. Yeah. You
2: came and asked me how I say my uh-huh. name and I was like Adele. Was was like, Adel. Adele. Adele, Adele.
1: Okay, so Colleen. How
2: uh-huh. do you say
1: A D E L E? The singer known Okay.
2: As? So what I usually would say <laughs> is Adele.
1: Yeah. No, actually usually you would say Adele Adele. <laughs>
2: But, because that's how she says but it. But that's
1: a wah sound versus an L sound because that's how she says it. But it's not the L versus the wah.
2: That's not the thing that it, we're saying wrong?
1: No. In fact, the way we're supposed to say it, as it's written out, Dale.
2: That's not even what she was saying.
1: Let's listen to the tape. Okay. Again, this is Adele on how to say Adele.
2: Yeah. He came and asked me how I say Adele. my name, and I was like, Adele. How's She was, was like, Hi Adele. They I do it? Adele? Adele.
1: Adele. And she goes on to say, and I was surprised, or I don't remember exactly the words, but she goes on to say, essentially, and she said my name correctly. Like, there was a woman who asked her a question, and she's like, and she actually said my name correctly. I'm like, I don't understand the difference, Adele, 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 Adele. Maybe it's more of a long eh. Uh, because Adele. the way it's written in every article I could find, it should be Adele, like Adele,
2: which sounds Adele. southern. Adele, Adele. I know, well, That's every time. I love that Adele. Adele. I could listen to her sing all Adele. day.
1: It's not a dull or Adele. It's Adele. Adele. What <laughs> Adele. Adele? But see, with the British accent, it's the same, right? Like so, say Adele is a British person. Uh huh. Adele, right?
2: Adele.
1: Uh, and now say it with a long. Eh. Adele. Adele. I mean it's so minor. Like I don't hear any difference. Do you, Holly?
2: No. She she has a cockney accent, so it's Adele. Adele.
1: Adele. But like if we say Adele, is that any different than Adele? In terms of the vowel. Hold on, hold
2: on. I'm gonna close my eyes. Yeah. Say it both ways. Adele.
1: Adele. Laurel. I mean obviously. Yeah, <laughs> of, of course like the accent is different, but right. the vowel to me they're still trying to say Adele, it sounds like to me. Adele. Because even if you do a long eh, a yeah. like an a in that British accent, I don't hear any difference. Like a dough, <laughs> a dough. No, do you, I don't Does anybody I, hear like cuz she's actually saying it both ways.
2: I no she's not. She said it one way.
1: Let's listen to it again.
2: Okay. Oh boy. Yeah. He came and asked me how I say my name, and I
1: was like,
2: Adele. How's and She mine? was like, hi, Adele. They
1: I do it? Adele? Adele. Adele. What? I don't, I don't understand the difference. But apparently, if you believe all the headlines today, we've all been saying her name <gasps> wrong. Well. And every one of them says Adele. She... Now, the woman... I don't have the video. So, here's the thing. So, a London-based fan. And again, this is what's confusing, I think, to those of us on the yeah. other side of the pond. is like, we... We don't hear the distinctions that perhaps fellow Brits do, because we just to to us it's all you know Brit,
2: yeah. Which I understand. I bet that I think
1: they actually call it English.
2: Yeah, but I bet to other to people who aren't you know from the United States, it's probably not very easy to pick out our accents either. Sure, right, sure,
1: yeah. So she praised uh, a fan from London who pronounced her name properly. While asking a question, I don't have the the Actual audio person. of how the person said it. But I, I bet
2: she just said Adele.
1: <laughs> Adele. <laughs> well, even the guys like Adele, Adele, yeah. Adele, Adele. <laughs> how is this any different? But it turns out the other thing that uh, I learned in the process of trying to understand what was actually going on here was that um, she hates her last name.
2: What I can't even remember what it
1: is. Yeah. Exactly. Do and you, I had forgotten. Do I you know I do just because she talks about it.
2: Okay. Should I make some guesses?
1: I mean, if you want, I can just tell uh, you.
2: No, I would like to guess. <laughs> Adele. Adele Johnson.
1: <laughs> no. Okay. It is kind of pedestrian, oh, really? like it's un, it's not unexpected. It's not like an unusual name okay. or name. You'd be like, oh, I wouldn't want that last name either. Smith. No. Not that common. Okay. Um But it's it's, it's similar to a very popular American fad diet.
2: Ah. Uh, it is Adele Adkins.
1: It is Adele Adkins.
2: I forgot about that too. I had too. Why does she not like her last name? I
1: don't know. Her full name, by the way, is Adele Laurie Blue Adkins.
2: Like blue is one of the names.
1: Yeah, it says Adele Laurie uh, Blue Adkins. Okay. So I find I just found that conversation interesting. Like, well, I wonder why she doesn't like Ad- Adkins.
2: I wonder if we're saying that wrong too itkinskins Akins. uh when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we are going to properly pronounce the names of some celebrities behaving badly. We call them D-backs. after this on my talk 10 seven One. oh, celebrities behaving badly we do love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show my talk One. Colleen Lindstrom Bradley trainer hi. And uh, we uh, have a name for them. We call them... D-Bags! Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag <laughs> of the Day. Who's your D-Bag, Bradley?
1: This royal, quote, expert. Oh, I love the royal expert. I'm an, a royal expert. Oh, are you, Tom Bauer? What qualifies? Bauer? I don't know how to... Because s- yeah, apparently I don't... Adele. Can't speak... British... Otherwise known as English. Um, He had an opinion about Prince Harry's memoir, which is about to unleash itself upon the world. By the way, okay, here's the headline that really got my undies in a bunch. Prince Harry's royal titles should be stripped due to his damaging memoir, says royal expert. Okay, Okay. so this guy, Tom Bauer, boldly argued, according to uh, In Touch magazine, Is it even a magazine anymore? That the Duke of Sussex should be stripped of all royal titled due to his damaging attacks on previous media appearances. Oh, and rather previous media appearances. Okay. It sounded like you were going to say something, so say it, but I I just have a a question. question.
2: Did he read the memoir?
1: Okay, that was my question. My question is, um, are Adele? you privy <laughs> Mr. Bauer are you privy <laughs> to the seal are you privy to this uh, bombshell damaging memoir no because he hasn't read the thing um, now this guy though has written his own book oh in the year 2022 wait a minute called revenge Meghan Harry and the war between the Windsors can't wait for the feature film. He asserted that both Harry and Meghan used their titles to boost their own popularity while simultaneously dragging the royal family through the mud. Their bombshell 2021 interview was, as Bauer argued, enough to cast the pair aside for good. Now the, quote, hugely damaging CBS sit-down will be all but bolstered by the memoir Spare. So, to your point, and this was exactly my reaction and I'm sure many people like This is a lot of complaining about something nobody has read yet, right? Mm -hmm. Like, it's all this falderall around this alleged damaging memoir when I have to just tell you right now, look, prove me wrong. And we've all been we didn't realize that the Duke and Duchess were going to do this. I remember breaking this news. I think we broke it on our show Mm -hmm. that this they were like out Mm-hmm. Right. Like yeah. the, the, that post that they did on insties. Yeah. They're like, peace out. Bye. That was a surprise. So I'm 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 willing to entertain the thought that there are surprises. But at the end of the day, I kind of don't feel like there are going to be that many like damaging allegations. Yeah. Or bits and pieces, because this is still their family. And I think Prince Harry is smart enough. Also, we don't need to bring Megan into this because mm-hmm. she's not writing the book. Mm-mm. But I think Prince Harry's smart enough to like say what he needs to say, but not burn it all down. Because if he wanted to burn it all down, he could have done that a long time ago.
2: In all kinds of ways, and
1: he doesn't have to burn it all down. No, he just has to has to get you to think that this this uh, book is worth reading. That's all. Yeah,
2: and and also I think the majority. I hope. I hope the majority of adult humans who read a book from one person's perspective are able to recognize that that is one person's perspective. Yeah. So this is his own story about his experience yeah. and that doesn't necessarily make it the only take on an experience. It is simply his. And I think we can all hold that lightly. Please trust, you know, the world to be able to do that. Um, and and honestly, I, what I find mostly humorous about what's this guy's name again? Adele. Tom
1: Bauer? Bowers. Tom Tim, ba- Tim, Tim
2: Tim Tim Tammy Two Bowers.
1: Tim, Tim. Nice uh, cookie, Tom, Tom Bauer.
2: Tom Bauer is criticizing or being critical of uh, Harry and Meghan using their titles for their own personal gain, whilst he is using yeah this other person's memoir. To boost his own book.
1: Now, lest you think you're alone on an island, um somebody who was on the panel Actually, with him. That
2: sounds him, kinda nice, but whatever what?
1: This somebody <laughs> that was on the panel with him, because this all this interview where he, you know, was like um uh, <laughs> that's how the British argued. Oh. Um, They were on Good Morning Britain, Mm -hmm. and seated seated, seated beside Mr. Bauer was one Dr. Tessa Dunlop, whose own book, Elizabeth and Philip, is dropping on April 4th of 2023. She pushed back on him by saying the following. Harry, he's had a pretty rough ride in his young life. Meanwhile, you're sitting here in your little establishment position, raking in oh. and off the back of their arguable misfortune or fortune, depending on how you spin the coin. <gasps> yeah, they no longer belong in the family. Yes, they do a lot of sun-drenched photographs, and they've dropped the royal regalia. So what? They're a different generation from you, Tom. Let them be. Oh! oh!
2: oh!
1: burn let it be known the British can throw shade yes
2: oh I like that I like her I would like to read well her book. I know
1: but like in, in the same breath I would just yeah. turn it around and be like Dr. Tessa Dunlop whose yeah. own book comes out right which by the way I wonder if it has a slant in this argument mm-hmm. it's titled Elizabeth and Philip
2: mm-hmm.
1: yeah I just think you know again mm-hmm. uh, there's a lot of people squawking about this memoir you guys we don't know what this memoir is going to no. be no Calm down until you read.
2: I do assume that there are going to be some things in there that might um, be different than what we think. Maybe I would say or shed a different type of light on something we might expect about the royal family. But do I think that he's just like lighting a match to kerosene? No, no. I I also just don't think he would do that. If he
1: were, he wouldn't be trying to do complicated business deals with high profile media companies, because if you were going to burn it all down, people would be afraid to work with you. Right. Right. So he's going to tell his story in his own way. It's not going to appeal to everybody. Mm -hmm. People will argue or question or, you know, uh, whatever. And I'm sure that some of his family members reading are like, I would have kept my mouth shut. Well, okay, but you didn't do what he did. He right. decided he didn't want to do that anymore, so he's going to have a, his own unique opinion, and that's fine. It doesn't mean that he's going to say that you know uh, Camilla has halitosis.
2: But if he did, I'm, I might not. Time to get that Listerine. I'm just saying I might, I might believe that. Um, thank you, Bradley. Who's your feedback? Thank you for asking. It's like whatever Kanye West fans thought it made sense to start a GoFundMe for Kanye West to restore his billionaire status.
1: Okay, no. Uh. This is not real. It
2: is real. People did this. And to their credit, to their credit, GoFundMe has taken all of those pages down because they're just not in line with what the GoFundMe... Make platform Kanye a billionaire is again. no yeah nope. that was it all started when one GoFundMe page titled "Make Kanye West a billionaire again" was put up and asked for donations <laughs> to help him reclaim his billionaire status um, after, of course, he lost it in no time due to his own actions. Yeah,
1: his own words,
2: his own hateful words. Um, and I just yeah, I, listen. Like to people who are like making a game out of this, I would say this is not a game like this isn't funny. This isn't like his losing his billionaire status is a consequence of choices that he made with his mouth space that we don't need to make better for him.
1: Yeah, no, I think that.
2: Also, if you need attention that badly, there are other ways have you met the internet? to do so. They like attention over there. Yeah. Apparently there have been, though, a few. And like some of them are one that one that I said that I first told you about was about making Kanye West a billionaire again. But there are others that have emerged from They're people like, make who make me a billionaire. Make, make, so yep, it's not
1: Kanye. Make me huh?
2: richer than Kanye West. Make me a billionaire instead of Kanye West.
1: Yeah. Ah, man, America.
2: <laughs> I know. Right. It's not a thing. I'm going to make a
1: career out of, I mean, I, you know, look, I'm, I'm far less concerned with those people. It's these people who think that they're somehow being funny and, you know, wasting the time of people over at GoFundMe who could be far better using their time to help people who actually need it.
2: Which is what the platform is meant for. Yeah, Yeah, that's what's so frustrating about it. Um, But, you know, to their credit, they didn't just let that sit around. I mean, they are not... uh, And I bet that they've got some sort of, like, you know, something that flags whenever his name is used in a campaign. And they're like, bye, 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 delete, delete. Do we know, like, have
1: they... Found any of the individuals responsible? Or uh, that just, is a
2: great question that you've asked I would like here. A Bradley. local news
1: outlet to catch up um, with someone and find out
2: what they were thinking. Well, that's my other question. Is I mean, are these tie? I mean, do they tie them back to people? I feel like they should have a penalty if they start something like that. Oh, it's God. just not funny. Uh, so don't do it, people. Even if you think it's funny, don't do it. When we return. On the Colleen and Bradley show. You remember that nanny that was talking? Fran Drescher? Not the nanny. (laughs) No, uh, Jason Sudeikis and Olivia Wilde's former nanny. She was talking and she said some stuff. Oh, lest we forget. She's still talking.
1: But she's still talking, Yeah, she hasn't stopped.
2: And she's actually getting kind of specific about some of the stuff that she says occurred uh, in the home of Jason Sudeikis and Olivia Wilde. And some of it illuminates a timeline. Anyway, we're going to talk about it when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Right. Thank you, Holly. This is the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk 1071, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer and uh, that nanny, the nanny of Jason Sudeikis and Olivia Wilde. Oh, yeah. That lady. What's She's she up to? Still talking. What? She actually did her first televised interview with Inside Edition oh. um, and they uh, and they uh, agreed to not show her face at all. Interesting. So you can actually watch an interview that she did with inside edition where you see her hair. Oh God. You see her flannel.
1: Is it like one of those Sally Jesse interviews where she's wearing like a wig and a glasses? It
2: doesn't look like a wig. It's just, you can like see the side of her face and then they'll like show her hands on her lap with her plaid shacket on and she's wearing like leggings and like, you'll see her just not looking at the camera. Um, and then there's another set of like B-roll where she went for a walk with a baby in a buggy, with the interviewer. I have questions. It doesn't matter. But she's oh, that's totally a wig. Being Looks m- like it, anyway. sh- what? It's a wig. Oh, I was like, why are you
1: shushing me? This is a radio show. We gotta talk, girl. I'm Come like, on, you know the kills routine. the beat. We've been
2: doing this for Do years. Do
1: Do it again. Shh,
2: it's a wig. So she's like, why are you shushing <laughs> me? <laughs> okay, so anyway, so she okay, so she's actually sitting down for an interview, and she's getting a little bit more specific about parts of the story, and namely what she's more specific about was what that text on the Apple Watch actually said. Okay, that Jason Sudeikis saw. So in her telling of the story, she uh, found Jason Sudeikis upstairs in his bedroom in their home bawling his eyes out by the way that is spelled b-a-w-l-i-n-g and that's just a thing i need the world to know bawling his eyes out um because i was watching the closed captions and they spelled it b-a-l-l-i-n-g and i'm like that's a whole different situation anyway he was bawling (laughs) his eyes out that's,
1: that's not what you think
2: it is in the bedroom And uh, she she asked him what was wrong, and he was like, it's over, it's over. What the text said, and it was a text to Olivia Wilde's friend from Olivia Wilde that basically said, I kissed Harry in Palm Springs. I totally put the moves on him, and now I'm worried about it because he hasn't said anything in a couple days. And allegedly, that is the text that Jason Sedakis saw that made him know that things were wrapping up in their relationship but it also tells a story about the fact that they were still in a relationship when this happened which is different from what Olivia Wilde has said about when that relationship started
1: yeah
2: it's really messy, and then the next thing that happened, apparently, like you know, she did retell the story about the special salad dressing, mm. and that uh that Jason the uh, nanny did on the on this interview interview, yeah, that Jason was so angry that he was pacing around the house with a baseball bat, and uh when Olivia Wilde left with the special salad dressing, he did in fact lay down behind the wheels of the car so that she couldn't leave, and then when he finally came in. She says he threatened her, the nanny, and said, don't you say anything about this. If you say anything about this, it's going to come back. It's going to backfire in your face. And so then she said she was really scared. Uh, meanwhile, Olivia Wilde has gone off with uh, Harry. And the nanny ended up, according to her, in this interview with Inside Edition, the nanny ended up moving with Jason and the kids to uh England, while he did the last uh that season the most the most recent season of yeah. ted lasso okay and that she's just said it got really awkward and then she has cut ties with them, but the part that I find to be the most interesting yeah. is you may ask why is she choosing to speak out in this way
1: this, uh, are you going to tell me what she says uh-huh. okay because i this is I think the thing that a lot of people. Question, like, why are you coming forward? It seems like, well, and I would just assume with Inside Edition, she was paid. Uh Just like she was probably paid for that Daily Mail. And in both cases, she was allowed to be anonymous. But what did Uh she say?
2: She said that the reason that she's doing this is uh, in defense of all nannies. So that nannies won't be treated in the way that she was treated by Jason Sudeikis.
1: Okay, uh... (laughs) But I don't know that what she's telling us is telling us what Jason Sudeikis did to her. Like, I feel like she could have had that. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, she's allowed to tell her story. Right. right. Like, I'm not trying to say she can't talk. But I I would think that if your if your most important goal is to, like, talk about mistreatment, focus on how you were mistreated.
2: Right. Versus,
1: like, getting juicy about... The infidelity occurring in a relationship, which I just—I don't know—I'm not built for this because I think about the kids. Yeah, they're going to have to read all this drama. They probably trusted this lady. I know, and now they—you know—it's—it's oh, it's gross. And then you have then you have complicated feelings about these two people, mm-hmm. which you don't know what to believe. Like, is she telling the truth?
2: Yeah, I don't know, and I don't really even know how she feels about everybody. Um, she did say that Jason Sudeikis did apologize to her and she showed, I mean, she furnished that tweet and there's actually, not tweet, that text, and there's actually more to it. The, the, there's a longer version of the text, um, but the piece that they pull out is, I'm so sorry that I scared you and made you feel even the tiniest bit concerned. Because I will say this,
1: this is a first because I I feel like up to this point, it seemed like the nanny and I don't know, Holly, uh, when Colleen was out, we were talking about this. Let me know what you think. But it seemed like she had this sort of affinity for Jason Sudeikis that she didn't have for Olivia Wilde. So this is like Mm -hmm. the first time hearing of her sort of being overtly critical of him.
2: Yeah. And, and I think she even smooths over it. I kind of wonder if they didn't edit Her interview with uh, Inside Edition to make her sound a little bit less um, forgiving to Jason Sudeikis because that's a possibility. It's a really short um, piece, but she does. I mean, she does go above and beyond to try to show that he had like he had some episodes of anger but that he apologized on the other side of it. And she does, I think, kind of make Olivia Wilde look like the two-timing, you know, oh, jerk in the story. It's all so uncomfortable. It's very well, awkward.
1: You don't, like, because you know that relationships are, are uh, you know... Unique to the individuals involved and not everybody wants to have their relationship headline news Mm -hmm. Celebrities obviously people are more interested in the private lives of celebrities and what's really going on and I don't know. This is just really uncomfortable because I'm still not quite sure the point like did Does she need to be talking to all these people and at this point like I hope She gets enough money to take care of herself because Mm -hmm. You know, she sold her soul to do it. <laughs> well, she can't use Jason Sudeikis and Olivia Wilde for a reference. Yeah, right. Right. Like, how are you gonna? Exp- like, she can't. She, we don't know who she is. She's anonymous, right? But in her life, how does she now void out that part of her life, right. such that people don't go, "Oh, you're that lady."
2: Right. Right. That's a good point. Like,
1: I am not comfortable with you working because how do I know? Even if it's all true, right. No, right? but you like, know,
2: but that that's actually the thing about celebrities is that's the reason why they make people sign non-disclosure agreements is because they don't and I say what you will about non-disclosure agreements. It is when you invite anybody, even a celebrity or not, when you invite somebody into your home to care for your children, there is a there is a vulnerability there, right? Because, you know, it's your house. And they see kind of how you are when you're at home, which is a different face than you put out at the workplace or in your normal life. So there is like a vulnerability there. And if other people know she was there yeah,
1: they're not going to trust her. they're not going to uh-huh. trust
2: her it doesn't matter what the profession yeah. is like she could go to a, a coffee shop and look for a job and if they find out that she's the nanny that was out there talking well, they're so probably not going to be like
1: imagine that they're not going to be like what
2: oh that she, she's not going to be very trustworthy
1: um i was going to say you can't imagine that inside edition is paying a lot for this interview i mean maybe they are but like that money's going to burn real quick
2: Yeah, I mean, I have one thing if,
1: if it was like I was, you know, in an abusive relationship with my employer situation. But that doesn't seem to be the narrative. I mean, you're kind of mentioning it around the edges that she that he was mean to her. But it seems like the bigger story that she's telling is about the like Harry Styles, Olivia Wilde relationship and how that affected Like, look at this car crash of emotions that these people went through.
2: Right. I feel like she's retrofitting or like shoehorning that um, that answer to the question, why are you speaking out? I, I feel like that is what she has landed on as an acceptable reason that she can say, because I think the real truth is she's probably doing it for money. Um, but you can't just say that. Like, I'm doing it because you paid me, Inside Edition. Somebody, so, this is the best she could do. I wish she could just be that transparent, though. I know. I'm going to sit down because I'm going to tell secrets in exchange for a money. nominal amount of money. Yeah.
1: Somebody in the comments said, Go, she's not speaking out for other nannies. She's speaking out to get paid for interviews. Even though I'm only 19, I've worked as a nanny before, and the number one rule is to mind your own business. Yeah. Uh, And never speak out. Well, I I would say, like, there is a time and a place to speak out if you're being mistreated or, you know, like, Uh I feel like people can always tell their story. But the thing that's questionable is, like, she's not willing to go on the record. Uh -uh. She's not willing to name herself publicly. Uh -uh. And the only reason it seems that she's not being public... Is she just doesn't want the scrutiny, right? Not because she's fearful for her safety. She certainly hasn't acknowledged that or no. said anything about Mm-mm. it. So,
2: yeah. Or if she was at one point fearful for her safety, she's no longer because she's well, they've yeah, had a conversation about it. Yeah. 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 When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, what would you do with your billions if you won the Power Bowl? What's the first thing you're gonna buy? Six five one six four one one.